I'm Summer Falgiano, and you're tuned in to Badasses in Tech. This week, we're joined by Leandro Margulis, people connector and brand accelerator. He's here to give us his secret to effective networking and explain how it led him to become a top tech executive. So business accelerator, what is that? Can you explain, uh, can you explain your definition of what a business accelerator is? Well, actually, used to run a business accelerator, and it kind of stuck from there. So if you look at business incubators or accelerators, they're basically organizations that help business grow, right? So uh, at some point, I was running one of them, and happy to walk you through the story. Uh, but, you know, they, we have for-profits and non-profit ones. In my case, it was a for-profit one. Uh, and the reality is we help businesses that have reached a revenue plateau grow and get to the next level. Mm-hmm. But since then... Basically, a lot of the roles in business are to accelerate business, right? So we can help business grow in different ways. And it kind of stuck from there. And it, it actually intrigues people. And it helped me have really good conversations and help other businesses grow as well. So it kind of stuck from there. Very cool. And so what types of businesses do you accelerate? So uh, during uh, at that time... so. I used to be a Deloitte management consultant, and at that point, I used to work with a very big companies, helping them uh, grow or helping them with particular pro- uh, problems. Then I actually did my MBA, and during the MBA, I was helping a small entrepreneur from Latin America, from Chile, expand to the Hispanic market in the U.S. And then from there, I went back to consulting and I, I bought Deloitte. And then after that, I ended up helping, having like a Deloitte for entrepreneurs. We were helping small and medium businesses, companies between two and $50 million in revenue that have reached a revenue plateau, get to the next level. And in this case, they could be uh, agricultural co-ops in, uh, in the middle of California mm-hmm. to tech companies. At some point, we also have a supply development program for Safeway. We were helping companies from Latin America become Safeway suppliers. So honestly, a little bit of everything with the, at that point, what happened is companies that are at a certain level of growth, regardless of the industry that they're in, uh, they, they kind of have similar pain points and we were able to help them all. Very cool. And can you remember, have you always been interested in business? What got you kind of in this, in this career, in this field? So I actually used to be a, a developer. I started computer science. Okay. And I really, I really enjoy the, the intellectual challenge and the problem solving, but I kind of hated, hated being in front of the computer all the time. Yeah. So I was trying to figure out, look, I love engineering. I, I, I'm a builder, but I, I want to be in front of, I, I want to be connected with people. We are in front of the computer all the time, regardless. Right. So yeah. uh, then I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. So I really enjoy the intellectual stimuli and the problem solving but I wanted to make people's lives better. That's why I chose from computer science to go into industrial and systems engineering, which, you know, basically the, the, the joke in engineering is uh, engineering, engineers make things and industrial engineers make things better because we improve on stuff. Um, <laughs> so I really, uh, I, I really enjoyed that. And then I realized, you know, I started my career, you know, in case you're wondering where my name and accent is from, I'm originally from Buenos Aires, Argentina. I, I was born and raised there. So I started my undergrad there, and then I moved to the U.S. I transferred to the U.S. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I loved engineering, but then my, basically my first job when I was uh, still in undergrad 
was in pre-sales consulting uh, mm -hmm. for Oracle. I was helping a, I, I was helping a, in a pre-sales role in Miami to Latin America. And as an engineer, I was realizing pre-sales, I was missing some finance and sales stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So then I was trying to figure out, well, I need these skills. You know, they seem to be important in, 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 any, in any, any job, any tech world, right? So I decided that I eventually wanted to do an MBA. And as a good engineer, I was trying to figure out, well, what's the most efficient way to get the most work experience in the least mm -hmm. amount of time? And that's how I ended up in management consulting. That's awesome. And then from there, I, I took the business route. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit more about your experience coming from Argentina to U.S. And, and breaking into the tech world? How was that experience? Yeah, so that's the other part. Like, you know, you talk about the business accelerator part, but not yeah. about the people connector part. So if right. you look at my LinkedIn headline, that's pretty much where it came from. I, I moved from Argentina and I, I moved to the capital city of South America, Miami, Florida. And I didn't know anybody, right? So what I realized is that I kind of had to catch up with the locals that mm -hmm. had grown up there and have their own networks, right? So everybody hangs up. What I realized is that, and, and I wrote an article about this that got a lot of, it resonated a lot with people uh, and you can find it on LinkedIn. But basically what you see is that everybody hangs out with their own cluster, their own group of friends, but they're always looking for something else. But because they hang out with the same people, sometimes they, they're looking for something else that is not easy for them to find. Mm -hmm. So if you hang out with different group of people, you're the one that becomes a connector, right? So uh, that was kind of the, the, the oxymoron, right? I mean, the weakest link becomes the strongest link. Yeah. If, if you look at graph theory and you know, different clusters, the, the weakest link within a cluster is a stronger link to another cluster. Mm -hmm. And I kind of became that person. It takes a lot of effort. You need to hang out with different people. Uh, but I actually ended up enjoying it. And I, in a way, I made a career out of it and, and was able to combine my technology interests with my connecting interests, putting two and two together. And that's how I ended up where I am today. Very cool. So for those of us who, you know, like you said, networking, it does require a lot of effort. And not all of us are people who feel comfortable breaking out of their comfort zone or breaking out of that core cluster of people. How, how did you push yourself to break out of, of that? And, and what kind of advice or tips could you give our listeners who, you know, maybe they, they don't feel that comfortable um, networking with new people? Any tips that you can share there or yeah, resources? In, 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 a, in a way, I had no other choice because literally I didn't know anybody and I had to start from somewhere. Um, so I, I think we all go like, you don't have to have moved from another country to, 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 to go through this. I, I mean, people in the U S move a lot if it is for, for school, for work. And the reality is when you end up in a new city, I feel like all relationships get upgraded, right? The people that, you know, while your friends become your family and the people that you, uh, you know, that you knew become your friends and the people that you don't know become people, you know. So I, I do suggest that it's good to, you know, to push yourself a little bit, even if you, if you get lazy and you're like, oh, well, there's this event, but you know, mm -hmm. I have to go alone. Uh, you, you never know who you're gonna meet. I, I, I really believe in, in what I call plan serendipity, right? You, you need to put yourself out there for things to happen. For sure, nothing's gonna happen if you just stay and, and, and stay in your apartment, right? So Absolutely. I, I, I truly believe in that. And the other thing is like, in a way, you already have a no for an answer. Like for whatever you're trying to do, 
like you know similar to just staying in your apartment and you know nothing's gonna happen but if you go and you ask perhaps you get a yes who knows there you I go mean, and that, that goes for advice for life as well right i mean you know asking that person out uh, you know asking for a raise you know yeah. asking for an introduction uh, whatever that is right yeah. yeah. So, I, I mean, and I know it's hard to to start, but now we have so many different ways, right? I mean, uh, in, you know, you can, there's different social networks that are like kind of niche social networks to connect based on your common interest. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I, you know, full disclosure, I love Star Trek. I'm a Trekkie. I like to mm -hmm. connect with other Trekkies. And so, you know, I, I try to look at groups in different places where, you know, we can talk about the latest Star Trek Discovery and the other like five series are coming on CBS soon. Yeah. Like things. So I mean, you can find ways to connect with people based on your common interest, and that's usually a good way to go. And there's a lot of meetups out there, and there's a lot of forums, you know, both online and 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 physically. Online and offline are converging, so location is key, which brings me to why I'm doing what I'm doing today at TomTom, helping helping build a developer community, right? Mm -hmm. So. Talk to us a little bit more about that and, and what you're doing at TomTom Tom and, you know, what are, what are the goals with the developer community that you're building? Cool. So I don't know if, if uh, all of you guys who are listening to this actually know TomTom, Tom, mm -hmm. uh, but TomTom Tom is, uh, is a very cool tech company that invented the PND, the personal navigation device, uh, most commonly known as a GPS device. Uh, the I company has been around for about 30 years. <laughs> You do, cool. I have, well, you know, I have uh, one. We, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so now with smartphones, perhaps not, not a lot of the, of the listeners are using it anymore. Uh, but that said, the company has evolved from being a hardware consumer electronics company to a navigation company to a location technology expert. So today you may be using TomTom, but you don't really know about it. So mm -hmm. if you're using a, an iPhone and you, know, you go to Apple Maps, you'll see that some things are powered by TomTom. Then if you, uh, you know, if you're a developer on Azure, Azure Maps is powered by TomTom. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uber uses TomTom -Tom on, the, on the driver app. So a lot of the things that, that a lot of the listeners may be using day to day mm -hmm. are using TomTom. -Tom. So you didn't know, but you're using TomTom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. So, I mean, yeah, keep going. No, so yeah, so, so TomTom has a developer portal. Uh, yep. And my mandate is to build a developer community, uh, get the world out there that, hey, we, we, we have APIs, we have Maps APIs, a developer portal. If, you know, you can do things from map, searching on a map, visualizing a map, searching on a map, displaying traffic on a map, being able to route things from A to B for ride sharing and ride, hail, ride hailing applications, uh, mobility in general, smart cities. There's a lot of different applications where these, these kind of APIs can be used for, especially as location, the reality is that we are emulating the analog world in the digital world, right? Mm -hmm. From applications from, uh, you know, dating applications that emulate the way people would meet in a social setting, right? Mm -hmm. To how we, in a way, have emulated how taxi, like Uber Express Pool or mm -hmm. the equivalent for Lyft are in a way replicating how taxis work in many places in Latin America. Taxi is a public transport over there and then you will get on a taxi and it's not only for you you're on your trip and then you know the taxi driver will be like you know they will be hailed again and it's like hey if, where are you going if you're going kind of like on the same route or along the way they will pick you up so in a way 
we are emulating what we're doing in analog, in digital, and, and location is key. So I do believe that there's a great opportunity uh, for people to use TomTom Maps APIs. Mm -hmm. And so I can imagine, you know, spreading the word of TomTom and, and building this developer community requires a lot of networking. Absolutely. <laughs> so can you tell us yeah. a little bit how you're using how you're using networking to build this developer community? Well, we're trying to make sure, like, uh, we're applying a lot of the things that, that, that I'm talking about. I told you about it's a conscious effort and a lot of right. beat-ups and everything. So uh, we're having developer evangelists spread the word. Okay. Right? Uh, we have people in the community that are uh, building really cool stuff, and we want to make sure that they, you know, they get a chance to, uh, to, to showcase the world what they're doing with the APIs uh, in different forums, right, mm -hmm. uh, including in our portal. Uh, and we're making sure that people can connect with each other, uh, both uh, physically and virtually. Um, similar to how we're having this kind of conversation, we're looking forward to more people connecting in that way. We actually, uh, we, we actually were involved in a hackathon, and, and, and the winner created, created a, uh, an app that used TomTom Maps APIs in an augmented reality way. And then you would use a camera on your phone, and you would look around, and then it will show you what kind of places are around you and you can actually connect with that place and even call and have a video conference. So there's a lot of different things and inspirational things that, that can be done. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. How would somebody get involved in the hackathon? Well, uh, you, can, you can look up for different hackathons on our developer portal and different events that are coming up on the, on the, on the TomTom site. Very cool. And are there any uh, are there any interesting innovations or products that you can talk to us about um, that we should be on the lookout for, TomTom? Tom? Well, what I can tell you is what we have already announced. So at the last TechCrunch Disrupt, we announced a free mobile maps SDK for both iOS and Android. So now if you want to visualize any map, you can visualize it for free on mobile. Um, and there's a lot coming up. In, in upcoming events, but I cannot talk about it yet. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I got you. A little uh, to be continued, a little tease. Exactly. There. <laughs> well, we could have a follow up at some point. <laughs> hey, even better. There you go. So you mentioned TechCrunch Disrupt. What is what is TechCrunch Disrupt for those of us who may not be familiar? So it, it, it's a it's a startup fest. <laughs> it's basically a, a very big conference that, that you know it happens in San Francisco every year, but TechCrunch also now has other ones. Uh, we'll be participating in TechCrunch. Uh, we're going to have a presence in TechCrunch Disrupt in Berlin, for example. Uh, we're looking at different places where there's a big developer community and a, a big startup community, and it, it's basically a big trade show, big event, you have different kind of things. You have booths that you can go and check and talk to different companies. Then there's a lot of different for content and experts talking about different topics. Uh, some companies are announcing new products and features. Hmm. Uh, if anybody of you guys, uh, guys and gals watch the, the Silicon Valley show on HBO, uh, you will see uh, a, a lot of it, uh, you know, they, 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 there's a lot of similarities with reality, I would say there. <laughs> right, I hear you. So uh, I would assume going, being a part of TechCrunch Disrupt is, is a pretty big deal. It's a pretty big accomplishment, would you say? Absolutely. For me, it was amazing to be able to, uh, basically, I, as, I, as I told you, I announced the free mobile maps SDK at TechCrunch Disrupt on stage for over a thousand people, plus it being broadcasted. It was amazing. Wow. 
terrifying and amazing at the same time. <laughs> yeah. How, what were, uh, how did you talk yourself kind of into getting prepared for that? That's a big, that's a big audience. Well, it looks, uh, you can find it on, on, on YouTube and it looks pretty natural, but it took a lot of practice. You know, I actually asked a lot of people in the office to be my, uh, my, my guinea pig and, you know, subjected them to a lot of practice to make sure that, that things went smoothly. So it just took a lot of, a lot of discipline, right? I mean, practicing for a couple of weeks beforehand. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, and it kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier about asking. So asking for feedback, asking for answers, uh, practicing. So definitely that, that, uh, that's helpful for sure. What are some other accomplishments that you would say um, you're most proud of in, in your career? I mean, you, you kind of explained you really have, have gone through the gamut with um, you know, coming to coming to a new country, getting your MBA, all of there's so many different things. What what are you the most proud of? Well, I, I mean, for me, the, the a big challenge was was to move to the U.S. Right, and then I I, I I've been lucky that uh, you know I was able to to take advantage of of different opportunities. For me, a great accomplishment also was to you know to get help for for my MBA. I mean, when I first came. Uh, from Argentina, I didn't know that that was even a, an option for me, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, that was a nice experience, was great, and it opened a lot of doors as well. Um, and one, one of the phrases that I live by, I, I, I don't know exactly who told it to me, but it really resonated with me, and I live by it, is luck is when preparation meets opportunity. Hmm. Because, you know, yes, we are lucky, uh, and, and, and I've been very blessed and very lucky, but it also helps that I was prepared to be able to take care of those, uh, to, to take advantage of those opportunities, right? I mean, I, I prepare for TechCrunch Disrupt. I prepare for the opportunities. The, the, I, I went out there to events even though I was tired or uncomfortable, right? So that helps. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure, you know, you're, you're talking a lot about kind of pushing yourself uh, in, in those ways where sometimes, you know, you might not be up to it or have the energy to do it. What are some ways that you keep yourself energized and, and keep yourself kind of looking, looking forward and keeping your eye on the prize? So I really find uh, there's a lot of different things that, that, that people do. Some people meditate, some people um, Exercise. I try to exercise, <laughs> though it's not as often as I would like. Um, but I, I also find, um, you know, I, I sometimes have long commutes. I, I, I really try to get into the proper, you know, listening to inspiring things like this podcast, right? Mm -hmm. uh, listening to TED Talks, uh, listening to audiobooks that make sense for things that I want to learn. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, a lot of us have different kind of commutes. Perhaps we can. Uh, it's good to listen to other things that, uh, that that takes us out of whatever we're doing every day, either if it's your job or your routine, you know, it's nice. I also, I also try, uh, there's a book by Keith Farazic called Never Eat Alone. Mm -hmm. And I think it's actually very good advice. I, I try to schedule to have lunch. If you don't have time during the, the week or, or, or you, you have a very busy agenda, Try to have lunch with other people, uh, either from your work or mm -hmm. from somewhere else, people that you would like to meet uh, or cover topics you would like to do. And it's a good way to, to get something refreshing and inspiring as well. 
Mm-hmm. And that goes that goes full circle back to your um, business accelerator and, and people connecting motto. So that that definitely makes sense. Well, yeah. cool. What so what's on the horizon for you? What's what's going on? Uh, Two thousand nineteen. We just kind of kicked off a new year. Any any specific goals or resolutions that you made that you're trying to keep yourself accountable for? Well. A lot of things. Uh, really, really enjoying my 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 life, my marriage. So uh, a lot of different professional and personal goals, uh, and I'm trying to stick to them at the moment. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see what the year what the year brings up. There you go. So how do you how do you balance your your personal and your professional life? I can imagine you know as, as a connector, you're you're traveling often, you're speaking at conferences. Um, can you explain to us a little bit about how you, how you find that balance? Well, I mean, it's, I don't know if it's a, if it's a balance all the time, uh, or trying to in- include everything. What I, what I, I'll give you a couple examples, uh, right? Um, I would say in terms of, if you're looking at it from a balanced perspective, I don't think it can be balanced hundred percent. It's like X amount of hours each day. Mm-hmm. Some weeks are crazy. Mm-hmm. And some other weeks you can actually balance it out. So I would say on the on the longer term, longer horizon, if, you know, if you look at a day, it's probably not balanced. If you look at a week, it may not be balanced. I hope that if I look at a month and a year, it's more balanced, mm-hmm. right? And that's yeah. kind of what I'm tending towards, right? Yeah. Uh, and then other things is I would like I I try to 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 include things. For example, uh, my wife was able to come with me on a work trip and then we were able to to enjoy the time in the evenings and to enjoy the weekend before and the weekend after, right? And then we, we try to make the most out of it. There you go. Planning, planning and preparation. That's the key. Oh yes, <laughs> exactly. Thanks for listening to today's episode. To hear more, check out our website, badassesintech.com and join our community. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So follow us and tune in next week. That about sums it up. I'm Summer Falgiano, and this is Badasses in Tech.